Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. And regardless of fault, like how do you assess it's all based on on numbers and statistics. Like how do you how do you and this is an unknown variable. Like everything's new, so it's like we don't know the probability of this going awry. Well, I mean, you would think that the bus is a better driver than the person. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like it absolutely. can make a decision quicker than a human. It's like saying, here's your lead management system, push the button or dial manually. I mean, what's going to work better? You know, the computer. Another good example of that is deer collisions. Okay. The, the computer. Robot deer versus regular deer. Huh? No, Mr. Craig. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's so many deer collisions we see with, you know, deputies going wide open on a chase. They hit a deer. So a car that has those sensors or is driverless is looking for an object like that to come into the road constantly. constantly. Right. It's the brakes with under a tenth of a second. Right. It's so consistent. It's it's it is just there's no way a human is doing that. It's scanning. I mean, I'll look but at my it's mirror kind of once. A give and take too, you know. Yeah. You got to give up some much stuff. Yeah, it's. But that's just an example of something that I see changing in at least our sector of insurance sooner rather than later. And we're trying to gear up for it now so that I can go mm -hmm. to these agents and say, Hey, let us help you keep this business. Cause that's my goal. I don't even need to write the coverage yet. If I can help my agent keep mm -hmm. his account, I don't even need to make any money on it. And we've got plenty of them to go around. I just like seeing these agents win and, and write the business. Yeah. I'm just curious how that will work when all the cars are driverless. It's going to be a while. Right. But it, I mean, is there no more auto insurance or is it a lot less or is there you know? an all do you think everybody's like when are all the 1960 and further than that cars <laughs> off the road you know what i mean like there's so many millions of billions of probably of cars out there i mean at what point do they all just say okay we're just gonna throw them all away i you think know? they'll have specialized lanes yeah yeah it'll just go huh. it, it'll just slowly trickles out we'll phase them out yeah they'll be less right yeah, and then I think to to what Carson's doing and stuff, um, it, it's just it's like uh, it, things change, and then you find new solutions to new problems because anytime something changes, there's there's a new problem, right? Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. So, let me tell you one other funny story that I just thought of. So oh, I love it. You say that cyber coverage is huge with us with these cities and counties, and oh, that yeah, because of the hackers. Yeah, and. That's no one believes us when we say you've got to buy this, like you have to. And it's cheap. I mean, a million dollars for a normal city's 5,000 bucks. I mean, it's not that expensive yeah. for them compared to their policy, which is 200,000. Right. So Oof. this is a crazy story. And this just shows you how real this yes. is. Yes. I had a small town mayor. Um, where was this? Somewhere. Anyway, I had a small town mayor and his secretary came to him and said, hey, I just got an email that said we need 2,500 Bitcoin before the end of the day. Or, you know. <laughs> And he said, well, you tell them to shove it where the sun doesn't shine. Like, I, we're not sending them anything. And they, right. they typed back promptly, no problem, but just know your lights will be going out in five seconds or 15 seconds. <laughs> and she went and showed him that. And as soon as he read it, every light in the city hall went out. What? Mm -hmm. Dang. They That's were, some hack power. 
Oh, yeah. They came in through the AC line. Oh, wow. It was connected to the internet. No password. Holy moly. So what's it? I got to hear the rest of the story. And then what happened? I mean, they filed a cyber claim, but they basically shut down for a couple of days until we got in there and got the systems rebuilt and all that. But, you know, if they hadn't had cyber coverage, they'd be paying that out of pocket. I mean, I, we've paid cyber claims two, 300,000 for some small cities. So, right. Cause there's, there's so many employees and all, all, all the costs involved. Um, when something or just the credit simple. cards, think about all the credit cards they got on file for utility bills. Uh, whew, that's a data breach. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I'm sure a lot of the cities don't have the best. I mean, as we're, we all know that, you know, certain industries fall a little behind with the, with the uh, computers and, and technology. And as we go into this, I'm sure that they're not on the forefront of, of the security, you know? So there's definitely some risk there. They are not until they have a claim and then they beef it up big time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I bet. That's just human nature, right? I'm not going to pay for it until I need it. Then you'll never need it again, but But we're seeing more and more of those. Wow. The hackers. Mm -hmm. Wow. I bet your system isn't locked down, Mr. Jason. My system <laughs> going through your what microphone. You what are you talking about, Mr. Craig? You trying to <laughs> you trying to punk me out here on the on the dudes? <laughs> um, this is so interesting. This is definitely something that is not a normal insurance conversation that we oh, yeah. that we've had. Well, and you know, the more we market this stuff, the more people call us saying, "Hey." you know, I heard about this and we went and tried it out and sure enough wrote our city. Um, I mean, I even had an employee a couple weeks ago, actually this was last year, call an agent, said, hey, I just spoke to the county. You live in here. You seem to be a big time agent around this county. They want a quote. Can we help you do it? And he said, I don't know how to do that, but sure, I'll go talk to him. And this guy just got off a conference call last week with him and his team. They've written county the city and the school and we're quoting six cities around their agency wow how much in premium the county work comp was 200 the school work comp was 180 the city package was 80 and then the other couple cities are probably 100 120 each wow so so he is a big deal so so you're talking almost the size i mean how many people starting like starting out or who couldn't add another million in premium <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. i mean like these are the, some real numbers this is fantastic man you're gonna write the city of huntington beach yeah right now yeah right now i don't know any of them yet but i, I will I'll work on but that i will <laughs> I think who i know I in tucson huh. you know and like it really it. just helps your agency regardless you go get involved in the chamber of commerce or Tell the council, hey, this is who I am. I'm help, happy to help out. Um, but you think every agent within his city knows somebody that knows someone on the government of the city or the county or the school. Yep. I mean, everybody's got connections like that. And it, all it takes is just asking. And these days, we go quote against those pools for each state. And I just tell the county straight up. I said, look, you're probably, you know, if you're paying 250000 right now, just from my agent, John, walking in the door, 
and presenting this to y'all, your premium is going to drop because you never had competition before. Mm. And every time it drops. I mean, but the, that, that's, what's crazy is that this is something that most agents probably haven't thought of. And, and I definitely haven't, but I mean, when, when you have 10 companies beating down the door for, for your auto insurance per person, I mean, this is a pretty, I mean, you don't have that much competition, right? I mean, this is not something that every insurance agent's like, you know what? I'm going to go insure the city or the college or. There's not much competition agent to agent because the politics and the relationships are very tough. To, I mean, I've got agents that have known the mayor since they were two years old and they're 80 or they're 75, you know, wow. like there's some serious relationships going on here. And there's some that just come in and they're really sharp agents and they're local city wants to keep tax dollars local. They go with them, but it'd be very tough. I probably could count the agents on one hand that write business all throughout a state without living in that community. Uh, the, the real competition is that state pool. They mm. want the agent to go away. They want to go direct to the city and, you got to know, I mean, I'm going to fight them in a council meeting next week and we're going to poke the hornet's nest on that one, but we know where their flaws are and no one else does. So we call it out in front of the council meeting and it'll probably get pretty heated, but we're going like to Yeah. Give, give me some point. Give me some pointers, some big benefits that an, a local agent could say, let's say there's somebody listening that knows somebody to talk to. Throw me some benefits of, of this. Got what, what, yeah. So let's say you reach out and you know, a council member or, you mm -hmm. know, the city manager that, you know, cause I want to find that person who's the council ultimately votes on it, but a city clerk finance or even a risk manager, if they're big enough is who makes that decision. We're going to let you quote and it'll mm -hmm. make it to council. But if I'm trying to, if I'm an agent trying to get that city representative to allow me to quote, I want to make sure they know this isn't have to be a bid situation um, where they've got to do a lot of work and post it in online newspaper. I mean, they can just let our agent have a copy of the schedules, property, auto and equipment and apps. We can use the expiring apps from the current carrier. I mean, it's just minimal work, but the, the main bullet points I'd say is they're going to save money. They're going to keep business local and it's minimal time commitment on the city. And, you know, there's the pool if I was telling them why they should not be in the pool, I would say because you're jointly and severably liable for the years you serve in the membership of the pool. So that mm. means they could come back. Let's say you're in the pool in 95 to, to 2001 and they find out that all the pipes have, you know, completely been shot for the plumbing they put in back then. Well, they might mm. come knock on your door now in 2020 and say, Hey, by the way, you remember here, you owe us about 300,000 for your membership during that time. So they can be assessed at any time, which Riddle. just like cyber Nobody people don't think that. about until it happens. Um, you know, they're, it's not insurance. You know, the pool is not regulated by the insurance commissioner. So like our pool here in Georgia, how familiar are y'all with reinsurance? I'm sure you, you know, but. Yeah. So, so. Just, just so Jason can get a good idea and the listeners are <laughs> going to talk about that. Mr. You know, so Greg. <laughs> just the insurance to cover in case the pool gets a certain limit. Yeah. They have reinsurance to cover there. Well, 
AM best ratings, our reinsurer for our pool here in Georgia is not even rated anymore. They went from a B to a C to not rated at all. And you tell a city attorney that he's thinking, okay, that's not good Hmm. because there have been pools that go out of business. Crazy. And we're dealing with one right now that I'll tell you the situation. You've got COVID that came. Okay. Teachers in this state are not wanting to go back to work, but there's, they're viewed as an essential worker. Well, they're making Mm -hmm. insurance claims saying, I don't want to go back to school and you're forcing me to. That's covered under communicable disease endorsement on this policy. Well, that only has a hundred thousand dollar limit. So the city or the school is required to pay anything over that. Oh. Attorneys are free. So and so that's why it's to keep all the kids home. Cause you could have a big problem. Well, think about if every teacher filed a claim, you got 300 teachers and we're only paying a hundred K per teacher. Yeah. I mean, that wow. could get ugly real quick for the school. So there's just, a normal insurance carrier wouldn't do that. That's how that policy is written for that pool. But we go in and see that up front. And that's what I would argue in the meeting. You know, we have this coverage. Here's a spreadsheet that shows exactly what you have and don't have and what we offer. And you guys could get that risk placed right now, even under the current circumstances. Yes and no. It depends on the state. Uh, A lot of carriers don't really know how to answer that question yet because we don't know what's happening in the next couple of years with pandemics and diseases like this, you know? So I, I would well, should all be over in a couple of weeks. I hope maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but all the kids. there's a lot of changes going on. I can tell you that. Yeah. It's crazy. But with changes, there's opportunity, right? Like this Absolutely. might be the time where, you can get in with the, with the cities and, and they are probably thinking about all this stuff. Cause it's uh, how can you not, you know, if you just say the word, save money, you, yeah. <laughs> their light, their eyes light up because all these cities are struggling from the pandemic too. loss of mm. tax revenue, loss of all kinds of stuff. So we go in with that agent and the city's going to save money regardless. Cause they've never had competition with their current carrier. Hmm. unless the agent writes it already and it's with a first dollar carrier. In that case, we just give them some optional quotes to renew the coverage with still saves them money. Crazy. So you grew up, you grew up in this world, uh, especially, you know, your dad doing this prior to this being um, mandatory, which is crazy. Um, I mean, what did you think about growing up? Like, like this whole world, like, obviously kind of boring right but then you're like this is crazy i mean this is big time like craziness i did not want to be an insurance <laughs> that's what everybody says. no chance what were you what were you looking into anything else <laughs> did not want to be I, but i graduated auburn in 2010 so right at the end of the collapse and mm. really didn't have an option i mean i i just got my licenses for life and health of pnc in school I worked with a couple, uh, like State Board of Workers' Compensation for Georgia. I worked with them in college, just getting some stuff on the resume. But I didn't even like what I do now the first couple of years because it was a grind, man. We had no money, no business, no help. And then one day it just, I, I got bit by the sales bug of 
And it's not even about what you make. It's more just winning the account yeah, and being totally. that agent. I love seeing an agent that's never written one of these writing. You know, I mean, like it, the, yeah. Yeah. Or just him being like, you know, they're nervous before the council meeting they go in there and kill it. Yeah. And sometimes that's I'm awesome. sitting there behind them. You know, if it's in our state, I'll go there and sit down. And if he looks back at me, I'll stand up and answer the question. Otherwise we'll just sit there and watch. And that's awesome. You know, it, it gives you the chills when they vote and you realize you just sealed the deal on, you know, a big one. What city was that in the, the first one that, that changed your opinion on it? And you're like, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if it was a certain, well, I guess some of the first council meetings we go uh -huh. to, um, I mean, like city, I'm trying to think of my first council. I mean, I used to go when I was like 14 and I'd sit there and watch my dad present. Didn't even know what I was doing, where I was. Right. He just brought me along probably because, you know, my mom got for Delta. She was probably out of town and he just took me with him. Yeah. But, uh, and then I got a younger brother that um, works for me too. And then, you know, we've got a whole team of people all over that are just really. And you love it now. Fact, one of my employees was a previous agent and she was, you don't mess with her. You know, when, when she, when her account came up, it was a, let's get it done and done. And, and we, we've, we've never had an issue with that account. She's written the County and the school for 30 years. We hired her. You're really good at this. Come on. And That's awesome. So, so with that, all that being said, and I mean, you've been through, you, you hated it at first. Now, now it seems like you have a big passion for it and you, you guys are crushing it. Um, what would be the number one piece of advice for any inch? We have a lot of insurance agents. I mean, that's our, that's our, um, who listens besides yeah. my mom, hopefully. <laughs> um, what would, what piece of advice would you give some uh, new agent coming into the insurance industry in general? relationships and that's Love with it. any kind of insurance you know you you got to have that relationship but especially on this stuff i tell agents told a guy this morning you know he wanted to work on an accounting and said it's a little political stuff going on and i said well we need our votes before we even quote this before we even present you've got to know that you've got the votes and they're going to vote for you so if you got seven people on the board, make sure you have your four votes. Call anybody, you know, but it's that relationship, man. And it's, you know, we've talked about this with other people. It's being present in your community. That goes a long ways. And people see that and not doing it just for the benefits of writing business, but just what your agency looks like as a whole. Mm -hmm. and so I think that's important too, but I, the relationship is what key in doing this stuff. Really, I'll, we'll take care of the rest for you. If you can go work the relationship, that's, that's huge. You'll and close all my agents that write them, they have great relationships with the city. You know? They set it up and you knock it down. There you go. Love it. How can, how can people get a hold of you that are chomping at the bit? Yeah. They're chomping. I mean, They're man, chomping right now. I'm they chomping. can get a hold of us anytime they want. I mean, that's kind of our <laughs> business motto is we answer all the time on the phone, email, like you call us, we're going to answer. And 4 a.m. Yeah, hey, call Carson and he's going to answer. I'll be up. I'll be up. <laughs> What's your cell phone? Drop the cell phone so that yeah. everybody can call you. 404-406-9368. <laughs> 
Oh, call wow. it right now. Everybody call it right now. Say that again. Jeez. 404-406-9368. We, you know, websites, Seville, S-A-V-I-L-L-E, publicentity.com. Here you go. Nice. But, uh, you know, we're on Facebook and all that good stuff, but uh, all our contact info is on the website too. Call myself. Happy to help anybody across the country in this stuff. It's It's really a lot of opportunity right now. It's such a unique time in history to do this. It is. It is. That's true. Well, Don't Carson, miss out. Think, I mean, yeah. This is the year. This, this is, is it. the year. This is the year of the money. Take oh, yeah. the opportunity. If it's not, then bring it home with the being the year of the money. Talk to Carson. I think he can make it happen. Oh, yeah. So, Love it. I'm trying to get you in front of our mayor. See how that works. Right, go, go work it, Greg. Good. Yeah, I'm putting some shoes on right now, and I'm going to go over there. He probably will, too. No joke. <sighs> but honestly, thank you so much for coming on. Like, yeah. this is this has been so cool. What a, oh, man. I appreciate y'all so, having me. Yeah, it's so fun to learn this stuff. Yeah. Got to play poker with Carson. He is just like the poker face, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, cool, man. Thank you so much. We will yeah, um, we'll drop drop all that stuff in the uh, in the show notes like it's hot. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. We'll bring you on down the road if you want to come yeah. back. If Anytime. it wasn't too, too uh, terrible. And uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. All right, bud. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's, a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. <laughs>
they, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.